This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, July 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Industry fears costs of winery order. Newsom orders more masks for farm workers and wait continues for a GOP aid plan. Winery order adds new costs to struggling businesses. The state water board gathered public comments yesterday on new requirements under its proposed winery order. Industry representatives fear the regulation in its current form would add significant costs to small businesses that are already struggling under closures due to the pandemic and trade uncertainty. The cost of monitoring and reporting were estimated to be as high as $119,000 a year for some wineries. Many of these are small businesses with just three people managing the winery side. Noel Kremers of the Wine Institute said there's still a lot of discussion that needs to happen to make this order focus on addressing water quality and be workable for wineries. Industry losses due to COVID-19 are expected to reach nearly $6 billion. Individual wineries will see up to 66% of their revenue lost. Crammers added that small wineries are currently focused on keeping their businesses intact and not on the waterboard. Since the governor's shutdown order last week, they have moved tasting rooms outside, and the coming harvest is requiring extra planting to ensure social distancing. Waterboard members were receptive to the concerns and encouraged winery staff to work with the industry on gauging the potential economic impacts of the order. The order would increase the amount of wineries subject to permitting from about 500 to 2,000. The state has about 3,600 in total. Newsom plans for more than 100 million N95 masks by fall. Governor Newsom yesterday said he's putting in an order with a manufacturer for 120 million N95 respirators and 300 million surgical masks for essential workers. He aims to increase the stockpile heading into fall and as infection cases have been setting records. The administration said the masks will go to hospitals, emergency responders, farm and factory workers, and nursing home workers. To date, the state had distributed 86 million N95 respirators and about 300 million surgical masks. Said Newsom, providing frontline workers the protective equipment they need is critical to our state's response to COVID-19. Republicans struggle to agree on an aid bill. The wait continues on Capitol Hill for Senate Republicans to agree on and release their proposals for coronavirus relief. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Pat Roberts said yesterday he thought it was a little optimistic to expect a bill out in the next day or two. Senator Johnny Ernst of Iowa, a member of the GOP leadership, that said that if Republicans have anything to do with it, yes, the bill would be out soon. Ernst said on Tuesday the coronavirus bill would likely include $20 billion in additional funding for USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation account to help compensate farmers for pandemic-related losses. By the way, the top Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stabenow, says the Ag provisions of the House-passed HEROES Act should be the starting point for negotiations. She told AgriPulse, We'll have to see what the Republican plan is and go from there. The HEROES Act would provide 
$33 billion in farm relief. Now, keep in mind, Democrats are keeping the heat on Republicans over some expiring measures, expanded unemployment benefits, and a USDA provision that has allowed school kids to pick up meals at their local school without proving need. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer tweeted that, quote, it's insane to allow nutrition assistance for children to expire. Dems passed the HEROES Act to extend this assistance, and Republicans must work with us to ensure children across the country don't go hungry. House clears landmark public lands bill. A bill headed to President Trump's desk will guarantee $900 million in annual spending for the Land and Conservation Fund, which pays for public land acquisitions. President Trump is expected to sign the Great American Outdoors Act, which also establishes a fund for maintaining national parks and other public lands. The House passed the bill 301 to 107 yesterday. Washington Representative Dan Newhouse, one of 104 Republicans opposing the bill, said the legislation allows career government employees to determine the scope and scale of future federal land grabs. But Representative Abigail Spanberger of Virginia welcomed the bill, saying it provided needed funds to address the maintenance backlog on national forests. Court preserves Corteva herbicide. The Ninth Circuit's ruling yesterday allowing continued use of Corteva agricides and List Duo herbicide is being warmly received in the ag community, which was not the case when the same court, but with a different set of judges last month, vacated registrations for three dicamba herbicides. With the exception of requiring EPA to reassess impacts of Enlist on monarch butterflies, the appeals court in San Francisco upheld all other challenged aspects of EPA's 2014, 2015, and 2017 registrations, which together allow use of Enlist on soybeans, corn, and cotton in 34 states. Margaret Shea, an attorney with the National Resources Defense Council, said NRDC is pleased the court ordered EPA to re-examine the question of how Enlist affects imperiled monarch butterflies. She said that was the main part of her group's case. Here's today's He Said It. I hope you never again have to think of the organic byproduct generated by our deli that Nathan Seipel owner of TKB Bakery in Delhi and Indio, in an op-ed for Cal Matters, opposing a bill to require organic waste from restaurants to be turned into compost. According to Seipel, the byproduct makes up half or more of the food available for cattle in California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, July 23rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.